All right, let me set the mood. Let me do some ASMR here. Ow. Light the candles. Bow Gonna set the mood for a sexy YFT. No, I'm just lighting a candle. I don't know. I feel like it, it just kind of livens up the room, if you will. And that's important. It's all about vibe in the podcast world. Not really. How's everybody doing? We made it through the holidays. January's almost over. Like what, what, what happened? I feel like we just finished the year and now January's almost over. It's like it's going, everything's going too fast. Let's slow down. Let's take a break. Let's take a breather. Losing it, man. Does anyone else's parents do this? My dad loves, loves the screenshot. And so he'll find a picture that he wants to send to us and then he screenshots that and then he sends that to us. And in the screenshot, you can see the little icon that's a square that has an arrow going up. And I have told him, I said, once you find the picture you want, just press that button and text it to me. Because I know that your your entire photo album is just screenshots upon screenshots upon screenshots upon screenshots. And he, like I've told him, I've shown him, he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, yeah, I've, I've got my system, Okay. I remember when we showed him screenshots, he lost his mind. Wait a second, if I press these two buttons, it takes a picture of the screen? Freaking hilarious, man. Should we um, call the brand eye? Let's call the brand eye. Let's call her up right now. It is time. The time is now. Hi. Hi. My life is. Okay, what's wrong? I really don't think the YFTers want to hear about it. I think they do. Pretty sure they're sick of hearing about the tragedies of living on a farm. Yeah. So feel free to cut everything I'm about to say. I'll be the judge I of that. Feel like, I feel like it's the same song and dance every fucking January. Well, maybe you shouldn't live on a farm. <laughs> I know. I'm literally starting to reconsider. Yeah. <laughs> So what is what is the, the main issue right now? Okay, here's the issue. Okay. okay. It's winter, and winter always sucks. And I've been here enough winters that, like, I, I, I understand what needs to happen. And I feel like I was prepared, right? Like, yeah. I had X amount of heated buckets. I had X amount of trough heaters so that all these fucking animals could have water because it's going to frozen, right? Like, if it drops below 26, 27 all the water freezes and nobody has water. So like having heated water is of utmost importance. Okay. Okay. And shelter's another one. So like some of them come in, some of them can live out, but everyone needs water. So I have spent the past three days prepping for this storm mm. so that everyone's got fucking water. Yeah. And last year everything worked great and I didn't have any issues. I plug everything in this year and all of a sudden I'd say seven of my... 10 outlets don't work mm. so that's cool so i had to then run everything to the outlets that do work yeah spent hours running electric uh extension cords untangle of course all the extension cords were tangled as fuck spent hours untangling extension cords and tying them up so nobody can trip on them or chew on them and all these things finally last night at like 10 p.m. Get everybody the fucking water that they need. Got everything plugged in, got everything working. And start to turn the lights off to leave the barn. And my friend Emily was here with me, thank God, helping me. And we look at each other and we're like, what's that smell? Mm. Smelled like something was burning. Okay. The worst thing that could happen is something burning and the barn catching on fire and all yeah. the animals burning alive. It's my biggest fear. So we like panic and walk over to the light switch to turn the lights off and the light switch is on fucking fire. Like it uh -oh. burned my hand. It was so hot. Whoa. And that's what was burning. So we were like, fuck. So we turned everything off. Everything we had spent hours working for, like to get all this water working, we had to turn it off because it was all overheating. Okay. So I was just so defeated that like everything I've worked for for three days just didn't matter because I had to turn it all off so the barn didn't catch on fire. And so I was like trying to come to terms with the fact that all my work went to nothing and none of the animals were going to have water all night. And that was going to keep me up all night. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, all right, well, let's just go to the house. We're like, we're so cold. Let's go to the house and just warm up. And then we'll like maybe reconvene. Okay. I have a little, it's a Kubota. Do you know what a Kubota is? It's like a little yeah. like tractor, okay. tractor, sort of not yeah. a tractor. Really? It's like a, it's like a truck, it's like a utility, but smaller side by side. 
It's yeah. like a little side by side, but it's utility. It has like a truck. It has like a bed. Yeah. It's meant. It's meant for like farm work. Yeah. And it's four wheel drive, and that is how I get up and down the mountain that I live on, yeah. right? To mm-hmm. get like to and from the horses or to and from my car at the bottom of the driveway. So I drive the Kubota up the mountain to the house. All fine. All normal. Then I drive down the driveway to get something out of my car. Quarter up the driveway, the Kubota dies. <gasps> Why? Just stalls out, rolls down the hill, and I'm like, fuck. Mm. So I like do all, take all the steps, right? Like I know that if I turn the key like three quarters of the way, it heats the oil. And once the oil's heated, it starts better and it runs better. So I like sit there and I do all these things that I have done in the past, the work, and try it again. No. Nothing. Nothing. So mm. the Kubota is stranded basically in the fucking street. I have no transportation. I am now schlepping up and down the mountain in the snow, back and forth to the horses. Mm. I have no water. It's all gone to absolute shit. Mm. And mm. then I try to podcast and my camera doesn't work. Like, what is happening? Well, my sister still lives in Nashville and you guys got dumped on. I saw so much snow was there. But here's the thing. We yeah. did, but I was prepared. I knew. Mm. I knew we were going to get dumped on. I've spent three days doing my best to be prepared. Yeah. But like the problem with this farm is that I'm I'm always behind. Like even when I'm think I'm caught up and I'm good, like I can never get ahead of this farm. Like there's always something wrong. There's always something to fix. Nothing's ever working properly. And it's very frustrating. And this is why people don't live on farms anymore and they live in cities. You just need to find a guy who you will marry. But like I don't know what's a guy gonna do that I can't all that. That needs to be boy work. That's not girl I mean, work. I can't but like even if there was a guy here. I wouldn't have water. Like, my yeah, but it would be it would be his problem. You need to focus no, on podcasting it's forever my and DJing. It's forever my, these animals are mine. It's always my problem. So what's the what's the alternative? You know, sell it sell it off. No, the alternative is the animals go live at a boarding facility, and I don't have them at home. Mm. But Who that's pay- just not like you can't enjoy it as much if they're not at home. I don't know what to do. Who would pay for that? Not me. Yeah. See. I'd pay for mine. Yeah, it's just all a nightmare. And so I'm just so frustrated because I really thought I was prepped. Yeah. Right? Like I had my stuff. I went to the store. I stocked up on food and shavings and like everything I need. Like I really thought I was prepared and it just all went to shit. Mm. I'm sorry. That sucks. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm doing a little bit better, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. You're in fucking LA where it's 65 and sunny wearing a beanie. How's that? Yeah. Well, the house is kind of cold right now, but. um, No, it's not. It's 18 degrees. It's outside my house. Don't talk to me about the house being cold. It's 57 degrees. Thank you very much. Thank um, you very much. So, well, hey, listen, like Brandy, you have a house here. You can come <laughs> live want, here. I don't want to. Okay, well, then I don't want to hear the bitching and moaning about living on a farm. I prefaced with, I don't know if you guys want to hear I know, this. But I'm just saying you could be seven minutes from my house. Nah. That's too close. Way too close. We need to be separated by I, I think so. middle America. That's what I got going on. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. I don't really have any complaints right now other than my lips. Chapped. So chapped. I can't get ahead of it. Me either. And it started when I went to the Golden Bachelor wedding and I went and played golf. And so we were in the desert. So I guess it it was dry there. It was dry there. Mm -hmm. And I'm FaceTiming Sarah kind of drunk after the thing. My lips are bright red. And she's like, who have you been making out with? And I'm like, no, it's the fucking atmosphere who has just dried my lips out to nothing. It does, you do kind of look, you know, handsome with real red lips. But since then, I've been putting, I don't know. Yeah, that's why we're- Why does it look like you're wearing lipstick? I mean, it looks like I'm wearing lipstick. I like a a pretty boy, you know? Huh. I'm a real fancy boy. Okay. I can't get ahead of it. And it's just, all I'm doing is just- Pulling off, like I'm like a god dang lizard over here, Ew. just pulling off lizard you scales. pull it off? Yeah, what else am I going to do? You can't keep it on there. You need a lip scrub. I don't know what that is. Is that? I bet you Sarah's got one. Probably. But, um, ask. Ask for a little sugar scrub. Yeah. And it just like, scrub, it like exfoliates it off versus like. Sugar scrub? Yeah, like a sugar scrub. Okay. I don't think that's a real thing. It is absolutely a real thing. So is it a scrub that's got sugar on it? Yes, that's what that's what the scrub is. It's little sugar gran- granules. Ooh, and so you just you're just filing down your lips. You're just yeah exfoliating naturally without instead of like picking it off and then bleeding. And it's like, the same ooh. thing. 
It's no, either, it's either the sugar's ripping it off or my fingernails no, are ripping it off. No, the sugar's not ripping. It's gently exfoliating. Mm, just it's, trust. It's ripping just at a microscopic level. Try okay? it once and then come back and, and tell me. If Sarah, it's I need a sugar scrub. <laughs> you got sugar scrubs? She definitely does. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. Should we? Let's start. Okay. You want me to do it since you've had so much work yes. recently? Okay. Bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. <sighs> All right, listen. Hair thinning is complicated. The problem is it's actually much bigger than your hair alone. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and grows. With Nutrafol's hair wellness quiz, you can get your personalized hair health plan today. Yeah, you guys know how much I love Nutrafol. I'm a big believer in this company, and they are the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. They do have that quick three-minute quiz you can take, which will determine the underlying root cause of your hair loss, and they can then provide you with the right formula for you. You can purchase online. There's no prescription or doctor's visit required. Plus, they have free shipping and automated delivery so you never run out. Most people see results in three to six months. Start your hair growth journey today by taking Nutrafol's hair wellness quiz and get your personalized hair health plan today. For a limited time, Nutrafol's offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping at Nutrafol.com slash quiz when you enter the promo code YFT. Take the quiz and get started on reaching your hair wellness goals with Nutrafol. Nutrafol today, Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash quiz, promo code Y-F-T. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. So I went to the night before the Emmys party the other night. Oh, you did? Yeah, it was so much fun. I saw everybody. Fun. I saw everybody. Um, but my favorite thing that happened at the night before the Emmys party. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I told you that I was, I think I went to like the, like the InStyle party, or like, you know, like the Oscars or whatever it was, Emmys party years ago, and Kiernan Culkin came yes. up and was like, hey, my wife's a big fan. Can we take a picture? Yes. And I was like, hell yeah, man. And this was before Succession happened. And, and then succession happened, and I was like, Roman Roy knows who I am. And that's <laughs> kind of really all I need. Right. So we're at the party, and who walks up to us, to Sarah and I, but Kiernan Culkin and no his way. wife. And he goes, man, I don't know if you remember this, but <laughs> years like, ago, on. and I go, bro, I've been telling this story for years, and I don't think anyone believes me. That's so funny. And he was like, what? And I was like, you don't understand. Like, I'm like, I was so excited that you guys knew who I was. And so his wife was like, I posted the picture. I, and I was like, well, you didn't tag me. I didn't see it. And so she <laughs> finds it on her phone and she's like, we must recreate this. And so oh I do like That's this. Amazing. We do the same picture. And so I need to reach out to her and be like, I need both of these pictures because I yeah. don't know if they were so funny and so nice. And he was like, he was like, I gotta be honest with you. I watched like the first like five episodes of like three seasons ago. And then I went to work on succession and I stopped watching. My wife loves it. And I'm like, totally fine. They're like, totally fine. However, I did watch every episode of uh, every season of succession. Yeah. And I was rooting for you to take over and you didn't. 
I know. Mm, but it was fun. Those are always weird events because it's just, it's celebrity overload where you're like, it oh, is. there's so-and-so. There's so-and-so. But the funny thing is, is that, and I've gone to that party for so long and I still am like a total novelty to all of them. Everyone's like, okay, tell us about, did Braden really wait? You know, like all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I'm amazed that you know what this, what this. I am too. Yeah. But I guess like trash TV, for lack of a better term, is just like maybe like an outlet for them. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, everyone likes a little, like, dumb TV. Yeah. Nicholas Braun, who plays Cousin Greg on Succession, Sarah and him have known each other forever. Like, they worked on a movie together. And, like, the first thing he says to me, come, he come, comes up to me, and he's like, whoa, great season, dude. You had me fucking hooked. And I was just like, no. What? That's amazing. I'm just like, what the fuck is happening here? You know? Yeah, I do. By the way, we have a new soundboard sound. Oh, boy. This one I think you're going to like. Oh, okay? okay, great. Yeah. YFTR sent me this. Oh. Rain Wilson got together with this TikToker who is really great. and She makes a lot of videos, uh, like singing videos. Mm -hmm. And so this is the newest soundboard edition. We're naming it Office. What the fuck? Okay. You like it? <laughs> I do, yeah. Pretty good. That's good. Pretty good. That's funny. Do you have some favorite things, bro? Mm, I don't know if I do. Wow. All right. This like, is going to be a well Is it just episode. me or like is nothing new coming out right now? Oh, I watched a lot of new stuff. You did? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it new stuff or is it stuff you've just been meaning to watch? I think it was relatively new stuff. Relatively new? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. You dive in. Okay, I will start with uh, my my favorite thing mm -hmm. is the new season of True Detective. Oh, is it good? Yeah, so, by the way, they sent me this, like, promo box that, oh, like, I had, to, I had to, like, figure out the code to the lock, and oh. I'm not, not, not smart, bro. Um, it gave us this flashlight with, like, this, piece, this black piece of paper, and if you put the flashlight on it, you could see, like, it revealed, like, oh. another picture, but they didn't have the code on it. And then I was like, when, when is the air date? And I put that in the lock, and that opened it, so I'm a genius. Interesting. I was such a huge fan of True Detective Season well, 1. Same. Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey, so good. And then it did kind of fall off. I think, I don't know if it was just hard to live up to. I think so. So the new one is on HBO uh, or, or Max or I don't whatever it's called. Whatever. Um, it's called True Detective Night Country. Is this season four? A new chapter in the acclaimed series. Season four. Yes. The cast. Mm -hmm. Really good. Yeah. Anthology series in which police investigations unearth the personal and professional secrets of those involved, both within and outside the law. True Detective, Night Country. It's Jodie Foster is like the main cop. Mm -hmm. Billie Eilish, Sean, that opens up the show, which... A song? Yeah. Oh. It's great. So anyway, yeah, J Jodie Foster's in it, and it takes place in Enos, Alaska. Oh, cool. So like penis, but without the P. Mm. So it kind of opens up with... I assume it's like a scientific laboratory where there's all these people working there. It's like one of those places, I think, where they drill in the ice and they figure out, like, what the world was like, you know, millions of years or whatever it is. Okay. There's a guy who comes to make a delivery and, like, no one's at the at the lab anymore. And all that's left is someone's tongue on the ground. Ew. And so it's so early that, like, I don't really know where we're going with this. But Jodie Foster's character also, like, investigated an, an old murder that, like, wasn't solved that was kind of similar where a girl lost her tongue and... All this mm -hmm. stuff, but it was so long ago that it couldn't be the same tongue and yada, yada, yada. There's this woman and you don't really know what she does and how she's really connected with the story other than like she's seeing a dead person. There's like a dead person that's like showing her things. Mm. 
So the first episode really is just kind of like establishing the characters, like figuring out who you're dealing with. You know, uh, Jody's got kind of like a, this new partner, this older gentleman and his son, they all work together. And then they're like her old partner now is like highway patrol. But like you can tell that that relationship has been strained, but you get a feeling that they're going to be working together going forward with this case because the old case of the woman losing her tongue is now like so closely resembling this new one. And then there's this woman who's like seeing a dead person Anyways, at one point, not to like ruin the, it's just one episode, but like she got, this woman's following this dead person and the dead person is able to kind of show her where all the scientists are and they are all dead. Like have this look of like absolute terror frozen in the, the Alaskan snow. That's kind of how the episode ends. Anyways, the cast is great. It seems like it's predicated around like these scientists dying, but also like, you know, I think that there's a lot of like, women who are there's a lot of domestic violence in alaska Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. tied into it and this old case might be tied to this new case anyways highly recommend true detective season four night country all right because it's alaska it's just night all the time there you know oh that's cool that's the name i feel like it's been long enough since we've watched true detective that maybe like maybe enough time has gone by that this season will be good because like, I feel like when we had just watched season one, that was so great. And then they follow it up so quickly with more seasons that aren't as good. It like, it's like harder to appreciate it. Cause you're like, but season one was so good, but it's been so long now that yeah. I kind of feel like I've forgotten enough about season one and two that I could be like, Oh yeah, this is good. It all comes down to writing. Right. And I have a feeling that Jodie Foster probably wouldn't attach herself to something that wasn't like really, really well written. True. So anyways, go check it out. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, I tell you, speaking of snow, let's just stick with it. It's snowing in Nashville. Uh, it's snowing up in Enos, Alaska. And it's also snowing uh-huh. in the Andes. I finally watched Society of the Snow. What's that? Did you ever see the movie Alive? Is that Ryan Reynolds? No. So it's a no. movie that came out, I think, in the 90s. And it's a true story about this uh this rugby team from Uruguay who's flying across the Andes and they get into oh, a plane crash. Didn't see this. Yeah, then they crash and they're stranded in in the mountains and they start they start having to resort, resort towards cannibalism to stay alive. Oh, good, good, good. And then eventually a couple of the guys are able to walk out of there and they and they save a bunch of people's lives. Anyway, it's a true story. It's a crazy story. And now they've redone it, and it's with, like, people from, I think, like, Uruguayan actors and stuff. Mm. So it's very, like, if you've seen the original movie, like, this isn't going to, it's the same kind of thing. And and the other thing is is that it's dubbed over, so, I mean, it is what it is. But it is one of the most beautifully shot movies I've seen in a very, very long time. The cinematography on this is insane. And they do also such a good job, because there was a guy who was on the plane who had a camera and he was taking pictures. And so there are pictures of, of, of these guys like kind of throughout the entire three month being stuck on this, uh, stuck in this like, you know, crash landing. And they're able to kind of recreate the pictures and they do mm. such an amazing job. You're just like, wow, I can't believe how, like how well you nailed that. Interesting. The flight of a rugby team crashes on a glacier in the Andes the few passengers who survived the crash find themselves in one of the world's toughest environments to survive. La Sociedad de la Nieve, or Society of the Snow. In the original one, they talk about eating the human meat a good bit. That's, I cannot with that. In this one, it's a little more in your face. Ew. You know, at first they're like just kind of eating a little bit, and that kind of at the end where they're so hungry and like they're all probably gonna die. Like people are straight up just like they've got a hand, he's got a hand in his hand. He's just eating no. like the knuckles. Yeah, but here's my thing. I was talking about it with Sarah. Okay, so if this happened to you, okay, uh-huh. would you have a problem eating human meat? Yes. So you wouldn't be able to do it. I don't. I won't even eat pork in my real life. Like okay. <laughs> I am so weird about that. There's no fucking way. I can't even eat like meat off the bone. Like I can't eat a chicken wing. It so grosses you, me out. So you just die. I think so. I don't think I would have made it this far to like be that hungry that I would do that. It's so funny. I had I have no problem with this. I'm like, I've, of course I'm going to eat the human meat. I don't give a shit. What? They're already dead. Who cares? I want to live. <laughs> I'm shook. You know, there's guys there that are like, 
hey, you know, this is against my religion. Like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Oh, it has nothing to do with religion. I'm just, like, disgusted. Like, I truly could not. Yeah, but if you are dying. I mean, at that, I would be like, who's got a pistol? Like, I got to go. <laughs> oh, wow. I, also, I can't do this. Also, if I'm if I'm like going out, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, y'all, have at it, man! I got I got a I got thick legs. I go for that first. My, <laughs> oh my ass God. is okay. All right, <laughs> absolutely I, not. Go for it, man! No, 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 no. Eat up! No, dig in! You're absolutely nuts. No problem with it whatsoever. It's just There's meat. Zero chance. Hey, listen, man, I'm not dying. I'm not dying because I'm scared of human meat. I am. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's a hot take. I don't think I could do it. My thing is like, they're dead. Who cares? You know? I don't want that. I think I would just eat all the fucking leaves possible. There's no leaves. They're in. They're on a glacier in the Andes. It's just snow and ice. They just stay in one spot. They don't like hike out. You got to watch it. It's like they're in. I can't watch it. They're in Mount. There's no foliage. There's nothing. They they eventually hike out with like the amount of. They hike like hundreds of miles, it looks like. Crazy distance to get yeah. down to like the... No, I wouldn't make it. For yeah. sure I wouldn't. I would freeze to death, honestly. Well, everyone, a lot of people do out there. Yeah. Not me. That would, that would be the way I would go. I'm, okay, well, guess what? That You die, you freeze to death, and I'm having a big old chunk of your thigh, all right? That is disgusting. Well, I mean, actually, I would say there's not much to take, but well, something there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I hate this conversation. All right, we'll stop doing it then. I mean, hey, listen, it just like, it happens. It happened. No. no. All right, Brandi, I know that it's like snowing where you live and like you can't go outside, but where I live, Los Angeles, it's 65 degrees and I'm hanging outside all the time and I absolutely love my new table from Article. I've already got the Ooh. chairs. I've already got like the, um, the table outside, but I got a new big dining table for outside and it looks so freaking good. If you don't know about Article, you need to check them out. They're curated assortment of mid-century modern coastal industrial Scandinavian and boho designs make furniture shopping super easy and so much fun. Yeah, you guys know how much we love Article. It's so nice to be able to shop online and still have a huge assortment of styles to choose from. So whether you're into like mid-century, modern, coastal, Scandinavian, boho, industrial, they've literally got it all. Plus, Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. And also their customer care team is there when you need them to make sure your experience is smooth and stress-free. Yeah, Article's offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more to claim. Visit article.com slash YFT, and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash YFT for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Do it. Proud to tell you guys that this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everyone goes through hard times in their life. I know I have, Brandy has as well. And if you've benefited from therapy, then you know how much it can help you. And that's what BetterHelp is all about. I know for me, therapy has really helped me with learning positive coping skills. It's been really great to help me set boundaries, which I'm not the best at. And honestly, I feel that it just really empowers me to be the very best version of myself. So if you guys have not given it a try, or you've been a little intimidated about it, you guys got to check out BetterHelp because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. In this season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash favorite thing today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash favorite thing. We've been watching a show called Fool Me Once. Oh, I tried to watch it and I couldn't. Yeah, and it was getting a lot of like really good reviews. Okay, well, let's get into it. You know, it's a it's a murder mystery, effectively. Mm-hmm. Widowed mom Maya is disturbed by an image of her late husband captured on her toddler's nanny cam. Harlan Coben's Fool Me Once. The main character, this girl Maya. Played by Michelle Keegan. Her husband dies, gets shot in the head, and is killed the same way her sister was killed. Okay. And her friend gets her a nanny cam to make sure, like, you know, I guess, whatever. And, like, the third day she has the nanny cam, she's watching it back, and her husband is playing with the daughter. And she's like, what the fuck? Is my husband still alive? What's going on here? Interesting. 
So it's a little bit of a murder mystery. Is it overdubbed or something? No, it's just no. they're British, so. It's kind of all over the place. There's so many different characters and it's hard to kind of like concentrate on one thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe it gets better, but we're like four or five episodes in and I'm like, ah, I'm kind of falling off. So I would suggest maybe not fool me once on Netflix. Oh, okay. So that's the least favorite thing. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. Yeah, give it. Shoot Did it. you ever watch Saltburn? No, I want to though, but I didn't. I think we should watch that this week. Okay. Because there's like, a, a, everyone fucking loves it. I know. And it's like that one kid from Banshees of Inner Sharon Jacob who's like Alloy. in everything now. Mm-hmm. It's a great cast. People rave about it. Apparently there's like scenes that are like really graphic, graphic I yeah. guess. What's that people it are like freaking out about. What's it on? Prime, I think. Okay. Yeah. Student um, at Oxford University finds himself drawn into the world of a charming and aristocratic classmate who invites him to his eccentric family's sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten. Salt burn. So poor man goes and hangs out with a rich family, realizes rich family's fucked up, probably has to do some killing to get out of there. It's a tale as old as time. It truly is. Yeah. But a great one. Yeah, I love it. I do need to watch it. Fish out of water story. Mm. Did I tell you about this documentary I've been watching? No. Did I tell you about it last week? Give it to me. I think you did. Did I? Yeah, I think so. But what is it? Edge of the Earth. Yeah, you did. Okay. I'll have to rehash that. I loved it. <laughs> four groups of athletes embark on four never-before-accomplished missions. Edge of the Earth. One seems like skiing. One seems like kayaking. One seems like hiking. And one seems like surfing. Um, rock climbing, not hiking. Okay. But yes, um, it's so cool. It's just four episodes. Each episode's pretty long, though. Um, and basically, these athletes in their respective sports are all conquering something that's never been done before. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking cool. So like episode one, the skier and snowboarder, I think there's three of them actually, they not only do they, it's in Alaska actually, they like have to take a boat for two days, then hike in for two days, camp at base camp, then figure out how to summit the mountain, which is I don't think ever been done. And then they summit the mountain and they fucking ski and snowboard down. It's pretty epic. The second episode is a team that kayaks uh, or a river in South America that's never been kayaked before. The third one is a girl that climbs, you know, a mountain in Kazakhstan. Is that you say that? Um, that's never been done. And then the fourth one is actually I thought I would like the fourth episode the least because mm-hmm. that's surfing. Like I don't know about that. Um, but I was actually pretty fascinating. So these surfers, I guess, like did they go to Portugal? A, no, they went to South Africa. Actually, oh, okay. So the cool thing is, like, I know a little bit because we have a friend named Mason Barnes who is a pro surfer. Mm-hmm. He's fucking amazing. You guys should check out his Instagram. The shit he does is literally insane. So I know that there's these, like, big waves around the world, but there's only a handful of them that are these, like, these like iconic big waves that all these surfers go and surf. And it's, like, the mecca of surfing is to catch these big waves. One is in Portugal. One's in Hawaii. And there's, like, maybe two more. So what these guys are doing is trying to find a new big wave. Got it, got like, it, Like, to got discover it. one and then be the first ones to surf it, which is very cool. Yeah. And so they go to the western coast of South Africa to do it. And every episode is so beautifully shot. And if you like seeing you know, the different landscapes and, and anything like that has some to do with like travel. Like it's beautiful and it's cool just to get to see these remote places. But each episode is great. I loved it so much. And I am so curious, like how did they film these? Mm. Like, is it just all on GoPros? Because the quality is amazing. Yeah. And I guess drones maybe, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty fascinated. Like, was there an actual camera guy like following them? Because if so, fucking props, because that would have been brutal to like do all those hikes and all that with all that gear. Like, I wish there was a behind the scenes of making it. Yeah. But it's really good. If you like anything in that vein of like extreme sports or documentaries, like highly recommend. It's very cool. Okay. I've got one more, which is actually pretty fun called The Brother's Son. Have you heard about this? No. It's on Netflix. Follows Charles' son, a Taipei gangster who settled into his life as a ruthless killer, but must go to Los Angeles to protect his mother and younger brother after his father was shot by a mysterious assassin. Mm -hmm. The Brother's Son on Netflix. The cast is great. Michelle Yeoh. 
who's in like I feel like all of these kind of like cool Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, you know. Well, she was also in what she won an Oscar last year for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes, was she in that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was also in Tomorrow Never Dies. She was in Crazy Rich Asians. I mean. She's killing it over here. And the main guy is, you know, kind of like a assassin badass. And like the opening scene is these three guys that come into his house and like try to kill him. And he just absolutely beats the ever living shit and kills everybody in the house. And then his dad comes over and is like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would they, they know that you're like this badass assassin? Why would they send just three guys into your house? They're trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden a sniper just takes down the dad. And like, that was the whole thing. Like those three guys were just patsies. They were just put up, die. Oh no, I got to go make sure my, my mom and my little brother are safe in Los Angeles. And then, so he goes over Los Angeles. Now the family in Los Angeles is not like a gangster, like gangster family. They're just like normal people. And the, brother doesn't even know like what the other brother does and is like hadn't didn't know his, his family was in in the mob and all this stuff so it's it's funny because like the younger brother's not a badass assassin but there are people trying to kill him anyways if you like fighting if you like mobster movies this is great the brother's son highly okay, recommend cool sounds pretty good yeah it's fun nice the main actor this kind of kid who didn't know anything about his family is very new and he, it might be the weak part of this story. Everyone else is mm. very, very good, but he's mm -hmm. really green. So you got to kind of get through that. But okay. uh, yeah, I see. I liked it. Are we going to watch The Bachelor? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it comes out kind of soon, right? Like next week? I guess. I don't know. I think so. I'm yeah. actually excited about it because I have nothing else to watch. True that. Yeah. Is it coming out on Mondays? Yeah, Monday, the 22nd. Okay. I'm going to be at Disney World then. Oh, what Disney World? What Disney World? No, I said, oh, at Disney World. Are you saying what Disney World? No, at Disney World. Yeah, at Disney World. <sighs> huh? Oh, boy. We're going to be at Disney oh. World. There are things about the English language that really annoy me. Okay. Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to have the words cosmology and cosmetology to sound so similar and have the complete different meanings? You know? Well, if they were... If they were similar meanings and the words were similar, that would be more confusing, I think. I guess. But like, have you ever been in a conversation with someone who's talking and, and they're like, I'm like, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I'm in, you know, I'm in cosmetology. And you're like, oh my God, I love planets and no. astrophysics. And they're like, what are you talking about? I do hair. And then no. you're like, ah, I'm stupid. And no, that's because I know what cosmetology is. You do. Did you know what cosmology was? No, but I could deduce what it was from the word cosmo. Yeah. But also, why is so that makes sense? But why is the is the beautification of hair and and makeup and face cosmetology? Cosmetics. Cosmetics, man. <laughs> we got there. We figured it out. It took a second. That's frustrating, though, isn't it? No. It is. It's not. It's well. I'll tell you when it is. When you have that conversation with somebody and you think you're being smart, and they find they find out that you don't know the difference between those two things. And then you feel stupid. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's like uh, aesthetician and anesthetist. Mm. Okay, first of all, hey, those both those words fucking suck to say. So hard to say. <laughs> anesthetist? Hey, maybe take my tongue, rip it out of my fucking mouth when I try to say a word, anesthetist. <laughs> anesthetist. Try to say it. Try to say nurse anesthetist. It's hard. And I have a friend that used to do that, and I could never say it right. Yeah. But an esthetician is yes. someone that, what, does nails? Um, usually it's more like uh, facials, facials or uh, peels or like stuff like that with your skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then an anesthetist is someone who helps out someone who is a... Putting you to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. <laughs> like, why didn't we just have that word be sleep, sleepy guy? <laughs> you know because those guys have big fucking egos yeah. and need a big fucking fancy word to be called anesthesiologist i need yeah. 17 fucking syllables in this thing yeah and I you know so many years of school and paid so much money and i can need a big fancy title and i get so much money for fucking doing oh, let me... well it's kind of an important thing it is it, I mean, alive. yeah <laughs> well it's not keeping them alive it's keeping them asleep no, I know, but also making sure they don't die. Yeah, you can't put too much of the little juice yeah, in the thing. It's with a big the, deal. Yeah. 
And then they're yeah. like, oh, I, I like that we have 17 syllables in this one, but I want my assistant to have a fucking... No one can say the name. And that's... <laughs> Uh-huh. Anesthetist. I always do those things, you know, when I'm like, if I'm about to go speak and I need to like do some tongue twisters. Mm. Mm. Irish wristwatch. I do Irish wristwatch. That's a good one. Can you say Irish wristwatch? Irish wristwatch? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Irish wristwatch. Say Irish, wi- mm. Irish wristwatch. Okay. Do it again. Yeah. Faster. No, I'm good with the yeah, one. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I honestly think if I did things like that before public speaking, that would make me mess up more. No, get your tongue going. I don't know. I know something else could get my tongue going. Oh. Hey. Yes, before I perform cuddlingus, I do some uh, <laughs> exercises. <laughs> Nurse anesthetist, anesthetist, uh. anesthetist. How now, brown cow? Irish wristwatch. How Irish- now, brown cow? <laughs> what? It is just really coming down out there, the snow. Is it? Yeah. Fun. It's kind of crazy. I wish I had a sled. Why don't you have a sled? Well, because I prepped for all the fucking other shit, but not myself, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, get yeah. a sled. Mm. As you grow up, maybe love to pull one. I do believe we have some voice misales. I was thinking that. You want some of that? Yeah. Action? Yeah. Okay, let's do some voicemails. This one's entitled A Man. Interesting. Okay. Wells and Brandy. Uh, my name's Pat. Wanted to call in. I was just listening to one of the episodes from a couple weeks back where you said the boyfriends are listening to this podcast and have been converted to consistent listeners. Yeah. And that hit me five inches above my butthole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you guys. Love your show. I wanted to tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love Pat. <laughs> Not what I was expecting at all. I know. And wow, what a surprise. What a great, great callback to it, yeah. <laughs> men's taints are much longer than women's taints. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Fucking hey, Pat. You're the man, Funny. dude. Pat, love it. All right, this one's called BIP Burrito. Let me see what I think this is going to be about. I got a feeling it's going to be about my BIP intro, intro where I yeah. eat a burrito. Oh, okay, you knew. I paid attention. All right, all right, all right. Hi, Wells and Brandy. This is Emma from Chicago. I had a question that kind of stems from one of my favorite things, which is reality TV shows. Okay. Um, but my husband and I are watching, are wondering how many times it took you, Wells, mm. to film the intro to Bachelor in Paradise. My husband is amazed that every time we watch it, you catch the burrito without looking, and he always makes a remark like, I wonder how many times huh. Wells had to do that before he actually caught it. Um, thanks for everything. Love the podcast. Listen every week, and hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Good question. How many times do you think it took me? Twelve. Mm, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, if I'm being honest, I don't really remember. There's a couple reasons why it takes a while. One, you're trying to, because the, the camera kind of zooms in on it, right? Like, right. so there's like a racking aspect of like the director and the camera guy need to get that right. Mm-hmm. The whole bit is that I, I'm looking at the camera the entire time. So I can kind of see it out of the, the, my corner of your eye. Yeah. Polyphery? Peripheral. Peripheral. Anesthetist. <laughs> Fucking words, dude. Yeah, I would say I would say what did you say 12? Yeah. I said 6, I think. I think oh, 6 would okay. be about right. The one that was the hardest was years ago when Harrison uh did, did like a like a bunker shot with a golf club and then we oh, had to yeah. get the ball in the drink. Mm-hmm. That took a long time because then there was someone who needed to try to throw it in and then it, you had to get it. And then I had a, I do like the eh, bit. My only complaint about the burrito bit was I wasn't there for Jesse's taping. Right. And the way it was told to me was, hey, listen, he is, and it was a whole bit that was never used in the show, but he was just eating all the food at the at the mm-hmm. resort. So we filmed a lot of him like just, I think going around like eating other people's food and stuff. Got it. So the, the joke was supposed to be that he eats this burrito and he throws it to me. But I didn't know that. They were just telling me, like, he's just kind of, like, taking all the food and he's going to throw this like a football. So he takes a bite and then he throws me a burrito that doesn't have a bite taken out of it. I know. And I'm like, there's no, no continuity. And it's so funny because on that show, they're very, very anal about continuity. Whenever you do interviews, they're like, you were wearing this shirt. You need to go change mm-hmm. it. 
-hmm. And it's like, well, this is a blatant continuity issue. But maybe that's what's funny about it is it's so bad. Yeah. Anyways, good question. Great question. This one's called Mormon Sci-Fi. I love I love everything that we're about to embark on. Great title. All right. This message is for Wells. Okay. I just had to let you know that the author of Fourth Wing and Iron Flame, yeah. Rebecca Yaros, is an ex-Mormon. <gasps> Get her on the podcast. What? This is the perfect opportunity for you. She's right. Also, I am currently reading the best sci-fi series I've ever read in my life. Tell I feel us. like it compares to Lord of the Rings and Star Wars if it were to If she says Red Rising, I'm going to lose my mind. I feel like I get I get suggested Red Rising all the time on this show, and I read it and I promoted it on this show years ago. If it's Red Rising, I'm going to lose it. Let's see. Be a movie. So, well, do you need to read Red Rising by Pierce Brown? I'm very curious. Called about it. it. I'm going to keep calling you until you read it. You I will did. love it. Red Rising by I Pierce did. Brown. I read the fucking <laughs> book. Oh, shit. I read Red okay. Rising. And here's the thing I get suggested it a lot. I didn't love it. Mm. Everyone loves it. Interesting. I thought it was great. The story is that this kind of, he works on a different planet, the mining planet, and his kind of caste system is low, and he's able to like kind of like, figure out a way to hack into like the elites and become like what you know higher than his caste system and uh, yeah it's it is great like i i suggested it to derek and he loved it really yeah how is derek i don't know we need to call him up and see how he's doing yeah does he still live in iowa yeah that is nuts today they're doing the iowa caucus what the fuck is that the iowa caucus <laughs> CNN reporting live from the Iowa caucus. Caucus. Excuse me. All right. This one's called Traitors. Okay. Hey, Wells and Brandy. Yo. Calling for two things. First, one of my favorite things is I work in HR, okay. and sometimes I sit in meetings where things get a little weird. Yeah. As you, I'm sure, could think. Now that I've been listening to your podcast forever and you guys have all these little crazy things that you mm -hmm. add into it, I can't unhear Every time someone says something stupid in a meeting, yeah. all I want to say is, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is happening here? Nice. So thank you for I, adding that to my life. But by the way, I timed that perfectly. You did. That was fucking amazing. You did. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think people are going to hear that and think that I put it in yeah. post. No, I didn't. No, that was organic, baby. Whoa, bro. All right, sorry. My God, is it hard to not laugh when someone is talking about really serious shit. Mm -hmm. Number two. Okay. I haven't heard you guys talk about this TV show, and I'm kind of surprised. Okay. But season two is now coming out, and you don't have to watch season one in order to watch season two. Traitors on mm -hmm. Peacock. Highly, highly, highly recommend. So excited for season two to start. Well, your boy Johnny Bananas is going to be on it. So please start watching it and recapping it on the show. Love you both so much. Yeah, bye. Uh, we'll give you another one of these. What the fuck is... Yeah, I know a lot of people have suggested Traders, and I haven't gotten into it. I know that um, Pilot Pete's on the most recent season, I think. What is it? What's the show? Traders. Do you know What's what it is? That? No. Did you ever play the game Mafia or... Yeah. Okay, so it's a big game that a lot of actors play it in Los Angeles. I don't know if that's how, like if Miley got you into it, but effectively, mafia is like there's someone who's a mafia agent, and everyone else is trying to figure out who the mafia person is. And it's so fun. It's a I lot actually learned. <laughs> you're gonna love this. I actually learned that game at church camp in middle school. Really. Yeah, we played it in eighth grade at church camp. So that's what it is. Like someone's a traitor and everyone's trying to figure out who the traitor is. And it's it's, mm. it's mafia. Interesting. How is that a show? I don't fucking know. How is anything a show? Uh, that's a good question. You know? Is it cake? Everything could be cake. Could be. And it's like keeps going too, by the way. But, <laughs> but someone was like, hey, so here's my idea. You know how you can make cake look like anything? What <laughs> if we were like, what do you think? Is it cake or not? Give them a million dollars. It's a goddamn genius idea. It's not. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail, the number is 858-630-1856. That's 
630-1856. I have some Muzaks. I don't know if you have any Muzaks. You go first. This song is great. So this is Kingfisher, mm. a song called Shot in the Dark. I really like this song a lot. This is it. Here we go. Do your best. Take it slow. What's the rush? Line it up in the crosshairs. A shot in the dark. A day in the park. Whoa. And if it all falls apart, at least we enjoyed it. And God knows I love It's very sad. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> uh, Shot in the Dark, the artist is Kingfisher, and it's spelled K-I-N-G-F-I-S-H and then R, so no E-R. Do you like Suki Waterhouse's music at all? Oh, uh, yeah. She has a new song called OMG, and I actually really like it. I like her, though. Isn't she an actress, too? Yeah, but I feel like a musician first. Yeah. Okay, here's OMG. OMG. I like that. Good beat. I like it too. Yeah. You got anything else? That's all I got. All right, let's go out on it then. Okay. Uh, what you got coming up? You're just snowed in? You're just going to live, oh. live in the fucking snow for the rest of your life? It's literally still just coming down. I can't believe it. Um, yeah. I'm snowed in probably until Wednesday is when it's supposed to like, the sun's coming out. Yeah. I hope I can get out Thursday because I'm supposed to fly to Salt Lake City mm. for Sundance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to be at Sundance this weekend, and I'm supposed to DJ on Friday night, so I'm hoping and praying I can get there. Wow. You know, if you lived in Los Angeles, that wouldn't be an issue. I don't want to hear it. Right. I told you guys last week, but the same thing. I'm going to Orlando, actually tonight, and then playing in this Hilton Grand Vacations Tournament of Champions in Orlando at Lake Nona. Tickets are pretty cheap. Come hang out. Me, Ben, Robbie Amell, Alfonso Ribeiro, Mike Pena... Chandler Parsons, Mark Mulder, like a bunch of athletes. It's going to be fun. Come hang out with us. Okay, cool. Or don't. Or watch me. Or watch on the Golf Channel and on Oh, yeah. NBC. We're going to watch the Golf Channel for sure. I mean, some might. Maybe some might. Okay. All right, YFTs, well, we love you. Love y'all. Oh, my God. You know, one thing that I, oh, I wish I I could get to this point is uh, we went to that night before the Emmys party and mm-hmm. so many guys, first of all, I'll tell you what's in right now, wearing a jacket, like a suit with no shirt. Ew. That's big. Everyone was doing I hate it. That. And then a lot of guys were wearing like kind of cool oversized sweaters and that was it. Interesting. And I'm like in a suit, you know, like a fucking schlep. <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.